Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. God is so good. Well, just to give you a, you know, an update, not that this is a update that's so great, but just want to let you know, I pulled over for a moment so that I could do this morning's broadcast. I'm on the road, and uh, I thank God for uh, Minister Sylvia and um, also um, Minister Stan for making sure that um, I was able to get on the road this morning. Um, Minister Stan got up early. You know how they say, seek the Lord early? Well, I got on the road early, and Minister Stan got up and made sure I made it safely um, to the car so that I could get on the road. And um, Minister Sylvia and I said our goodbyes on last night. So I'm going to ask Minister Sylvia if she could pray for the program this morning and also pray for Minister Margo, who's going through some procedures or different things on today, and also uh, Minister Carbon, who is um, fellowshipping at church with his um, family today, and just for Minister Juan, who just was a great um, help to um, us last night and just hanging out with him and little TT. I mean, it's so many things and people to pray for. So instead of me directing Mr. Sylvia what to pray, I need to get out of the way and I'm going to decrease so that God can increase. Minister Sylvia, pray whatever God has you to pray for on this morning. Are you available for prayer? Yes. I'm just waking up, but yes. Father God, we thank you for another day, O oh Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to just come before you and just say, Father God, here another day we're asking you for your love and kindness. We're asking you to forgive us of any and every sin, O oh God. We're asking you to look into our hearts and change our heart, O oh Lord. We're asking you to go into each and every one of our hearts and minds to give us your divine decision, your divine choice. Father God, we just ask you right now, go to the hospital where Minister Margo is. God, minister to her and keep all worries away, God. Let her know that every reason that she's there, you're going to see to it. For everything that they think they see or say, you're going to see to it. Father, we have not because we ask not, God. And we're standing, touching, and agreeing that all is good, all is well. God, we know that you are our God of our salvation. We know that you are our God of redeemment. We know that you are our God of restore. God, we're just asking you to go into the hospital that and do what you can only you can do, God. Touch every doctor, touch every technician. Touch every registered person, touch every nurse, any and everybody that comes in contact with Minister Margot, God. We ask you to bless them and let them be a blessing to her, oh, Lord. God, we thank you for the chance of fellowship on yesterday with our nephew Juan and his baby, T.T. God, we just ask you to continue to bless that little baby, God. We ask you to continue to bring her forth, oh, Lord. God, we just thank you for the things we spoke over her yesterday, the things we saw in her life, even at eight months old. God, the personality that she has, God, we just ask you to take it and bless it because you say you knew us when we were in our mother's womb. And for the appointed time, God, please let her life count. Please let her life be a blessing because of the things we saw yesterday we know that, God, you are able because of the things that we know that this baby have been through already, God, a miracle baby. God, you are able. God, I thank you for my household. I thank you for the things that you have done for us. God, I, you gave a dream on the other day. God, thank you for blessing our dreams. Thank you for giving us things to do when we don't even understand, God. Thank you for giving my family back in July, Christmas in July, 
because you saw something that we didn't see. You knew something that we didn't know. God, we thank you for allowing us to celebrate Christmas back in July as a family. Father God, we just ask you for every listener that's listening in to know that you are God. They can come to you during this holiday season and say, God, I need you. I need your help. I need your restoring. I need your refreshing. Father God, when you don't know what to pray, God, let them know that you understand their moans and their groans. Father God, I just thank you for Minister Carvon. If he's with his family at church, if he's on the line listening while he's at church, God, thank him for wanting to be a part of it. Let Minister Carvon know in his heart that you love him. You're his God. You're there for him. God bless Apostle while she's on the highway driving. God, cover her. Keep all harm, evil, danger, death, mishaps, flats, blowouts, anything and everything that can go wrong, God. We just ask you right now for mercy for traveling. Mercy for traveling. Mercy for traveling for every gas station stop. Every pullover stop, God, we just ask you for mercy for traveling, oh, Lord. God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. God, all I didn't ask for, forgive me, oh, Lord. Blame it to my head, not my heart. Father God, we thank you. Bless the ministry on the day, God, that every ear is open to receive your word. Every heart is open to receive your word. Every mind is open so they can meditate on your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, uh, Minister Sylvia. The word today will be a strong word. It may be a convicting word, but I pray that it's more of an encouraging word to understand the various strategies that God has given us because we are victorious people. We are a victorious nation. We do have the victory. So God had started showing me, not just when Dr. Wright was speaking on Monday, but he had been showing me throughout this year, especially, the Weeble Wobble toy, toys that we used to have growing up. Some of you may say, oh, well, you're telling your age now. And so these toys that we would uh, play with, sometimes they were clowns, sometimes they were famous people, and so you would hit it, and it would fall down, but it would bounce right back up. We had them in their cars where they would be on their dashboards, and you would flick it, but it would fall down and get back up. And God had showed me where some dolls and toys we had, we would hit them, and we would have to pick them back up. But a weevil wobble never stayed down. Even if you held it down, once you took your foot off his neck, my God, or once you took your knee off of his back, once you stop holding his head down, it will pop right back up. And even Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, had a, a strategy that he called the rope where he would because uh, he was calling his opponent a dope. And so they would hit him, and they would do types of, there are all types of uh, combinations on him. But he had a rope-a-dope strategy. So as they would hit him and as they would push him, he would bounce right back up off of the rope. No matter what they did to try to knock him down, no matter what they did to try to knock him out, no matter what they did to try to destroy him, and so the devil is the prince of this world. But see, every under a prince is a king, and we know the king. And our king is the king of kings and lord of lords. And I thank God for Jesus being king. And so on Monday, Dr. Serena Wright talked about the but not. And however, today, I'm not going to talk about the but not. I'm going to talk about the but God. And so the anointing that God gives us is an anointing of strength. 
empowerment of overcoming, of being everything that he told us we would be. See, in the Bible, um, 31 times and sometimes 100 times and even more than that, depending on what version you're reading, you'll read where it says, but God. And so depending on what's going on, there's a but God, but we win, but we're more than conqueror, but God, but God will never leave you nor forsake you. And so when Dr. Wright was talking and the message was coming forth on Monday, it was such a profound confirmation because a lot of times when Dr. Wright is speaking and Prophet Anton and uh, Minister Sylvia and and Servant Pastor Troy and, you know, Elder and Minister Montgomery, the various people that are speaking on the Smile 3E um, programs, God uses them to confirm the very things that he may be dealing with me about. Or he may even use, you know, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes or... Um, uh, Prophetess Pullins or Pastor Aziza. He may use different people. He may use people I don't even know. Uh, he even used this one lady um, to have me send a message to Minister Sylvia and different people that reminded me of how Apostle Thomas would show us how God used many different people, and they weren't perfect people in the Bible, but how things were happening to them in their lives, but God used them. And while they were doing their ministry, the devil was coming at them from the left to right to back and all that, but they were bounced right back. And so God uses these various people of God to empower us, to show us that there is nothing like a strategy that's learned in the fire, in the pressure, my God, in that trying time. Not that the other strategies he gives us um, aren't great strategies, but it's something about that weeble-wobble anointing that you may derive or receive in the fire, in the pressure, that bounce back anointing, that rebound anointing, that comeback anointing that where you give God all the glory and all the praise. Uh-huh. See, there's something about a strategy from God. Yeah, we can come up with things that we think uh, about, but when we get these strategies from God that's backed up by his word, one of the things that God allowed me to write on Facebook is this. It says, while in prayer, I heard God tell me to pray for those that feel guilty, like they're not entitled to have the right to grieve, that they're competing with others when it comes to grieving, whether it's for a loved one or for an acquaintance, or they in anger or hurt or disappointment or depression. But it's our right to heal. It's our right to ask God to make us whole. And so when we're going through this healing, when we're going through this wholeness that God has given us, some of the things that he's given us to recover will be something that someone else will need. Someone else will need to hear your testimony. And I, and I want to emphasize your testimony. We sometimes so busy telling other people's testimony, tell their own, until we forget that God wants to use our testimony. Isaiah 25 and 8 says, He will swallow up death forever, and then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faith. Psalms 147 and 3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. 1 Corinthians 15, 54, and 55 says, When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with the immortal, then saying that it is written will come true. Death has swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? Revelation 21 and 4 says, 
and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the whole order of things has passed away. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So see, your teeth, your trial, your testimony, as it relates to the word of God. Somebody needs to know about how God brought you through that accident. Somebody needs to know about how God brought you through that divorce. Somebody needs to know about how God brought you through that abortion. Somebody needs to know how God brought you through being jumped. Somebody needs to know about how God brought you through this and that and that and this. See, Satan wants us to remember that Job had some great loss. But he wants us to forget that in the end, when God restored him, he had great gain. See, Satan wants us to remember about all of the things that he was allowed to do, but he wants us to forget that the reversal of everything that he did propelled Job into a blessing Mm-hmm. Upon a blessing, upon a blessing. And so God's going to reverse that thing that you've been dealing with. God's going to propel you into the prosperity in such a way that it's going to be like a mini blessing. Because see, a mini blessing from God to mankind still looks huge. So as he gives you that many blessing and another many blessing and another many blessing, you're going to look around and he's going to give you a big blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. And you're going to say, hmm, God, thank you for the lamp that you gave me to my feet and the light into my path, according to Psalm 119 and 105. And you're going to say, hmm, the way that I conceive this blessing, my God, I thought my wound for blessings was barren. My God, my God, that's another message. You're going to say, Jesus, on the other side of this sickness, on the other side of this whatever, on the other side of this retirement, on the other side of this battle, on the other side of this struggle, my God. But see, before you get to the other side, the pain, hmm. the H-E-double-L, the judgment and the hypocrisy, the torment and the pain, the narrow gate that you're trying to get through that's so narrow that it looks like a camel can't make it through. On this side where the demonic warfare is coming from the left and the right, on this side where the hypocrites uh, are saying this and saying that, before you can dust the uh, dust off of your feet, you can't shake it off right now because you're going through it. You're right in the middle of it because we're in the before. We're in the middle, in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. While you're in there crying and praying and, and praying and crying, while you're in it, and it seems like it's unbearable, all of the judgment, all of the hypocrisy, all of the preparation. While you're in the fire, while the pressure is on, while you can't turn to the left or the right, because it seems like it's coming from every side. While you're in there, that teacher, that brother, that sister that keeps saying this or that, when, when, when they're saying, uh, even that sister that's saying, what's his name, what's his name, that's a whole nother message. That's uh, going to be something that Minister Sylvia and I are going to talk about at another time. While you're in that thing that is like an entanglement, while you're in that thing that you haven't yet overcome yet, while you're in that thing that it seems like someone is so insecure about the authority and the blessing that's upon your life, while you're in that and the witchcraft and the false gods are all around you, the shameful things are all around you, the jealousy and the envy and the trouble and the selfishness and the anger and the uh, drunkenness and, and all this and that, the people are 
just got their mouth all over you while you're in the midst of the torment, while you're in the midst of the uh, the death, the, the hell, and all of this stuff, while you're in it, while the demonic warfare where some of it is about the unclean spirits that have to be cast out. Because, see, that's the type of demonic warfare we deal with on earth. Sometimes it's uh, a matter of unclean spirits we're still dealing with. Sometimes it's a matter of demons that just need to be cast out. Sometimes they're showing up, these unclean spirits, even in sicknesses. While, while they're showing up as where you look like a leper, while they're showing up in the midst of losing loved ones, death and transition, while they're showing up and, and, and they're saying that they're God, but they're doing things and they're claiming that they're doing it in the name of Jesus. Uh-huh. This demonic warfare in earth and on earth that you're dealing with. Uh-huh. That stuff that you're dealing with where it seems like you can't get richer before getting poorer. Well, you can't uh, fall in love where it seems like you're always getting your heart broken. Why well, it seems like you're a captive of this, a captive of that. Why well, it seems like you can't recover. You always appear to be blind. You always appear to be oppressed because of the demonic warfare in and on this earth. While you're in the midst of something where it seems like the enemy has been given approval to have the power and authority over you. While it seems like you're in the midst of things where it seems like the enemy, like a serpent and a scorpion, is just stinging you and burning you over and over and over again. While you're in the middle of it, and it seems like no matter what you do, the manifestation of the devil is all around you. Well, see, the angels have a hierarchy. And so we say different levels, different devils. It's not really that we're saying different levels, different devils, and the fact uh, we're saying when you get promoted, you uh, deal with um, devils at that level, but yet we are. Because, see, there's a ranking structure to the demonic warfare that we deal with. See, some of us don't realize that in the Bible it shows us about the demonic attacks that are physical illnesses mental impairment, the spreading of false gospel and doctrine, the spreading uh, of false this or that, and the spiritual warfares that we deal with, and the demonic uh, possessions that we deal with. See, we forget that the uh, angels have, even the fallen angels, have a hierarchy. And so some of them may be like little imps, and they're dealing with you on a lower level, and then you get to a higher level, and it seems like, oh, I ain't dealing with no imps. Now I'm dealing with devils. No, there's one devil, but he has operations of different things. So he may deal with people in impairments. He may deal with people in false doctrines. He may deal with people in spiritual warfare. He may deal with people in possession. So it depends on what he's um, using and the strategies that he's using. But see, if you keep on the whole armor of God, you'll realize that those fallen angels that you may be dealing with may be the uh, what we call the first hierarchy one. And that's the ones that like to deal with us and, and us thinking that we're so great, you know, the hierarchy, you know, the or you could be dealing with the ones that have you messing around with sexual desires and, and provoking you and playfulness and and rebellious and, and, and being idle in your life or, or those that want you to be promiscuous in your life or those that want you to be a murderer or a person that fusses all the time or a person that wants you to be impure, impatient. See, they want you to be that person that hates all the time and promotes hate. See, that's just the first hierarchy. Cause see, and sometimes you won't even see that hierarchy until you make it to a level that your, and I say again, your, not your sister, not your brother, not your husband, not your wife, not your son, not your daughter, but the realm of the atmosphere that you've been assigned to, you know, those different levels of heaven, those different levels are hierarchy. You're no longer Kirby, but now you're a supervisor. Now you're a director. Now you're in the senior leadership. So you're wondering why all of a sudden now you're dealing with other things. Well, sometimes when you get to that second hierarchy, you say, why am I being so rude? Hmm. And why is this rudeness and hardness of heart so okay with me? Why am I being a person that walks around and 
and I'm not ashamed of nothing. Mm-hmm. Why am I, I have a foul mouth? Why am I breaking so many vows? Why am I so uh, prone towards uh, impurity, sexual impurity, verbal impurity? Why am I so obsessed with being disobedient, not only to God, but to man? Why is it that I find myself always being so disrespectful to those that people have put over me? Why am I always, not sometimes, but always making excuses for my disobedience? My God. And then you have that third level demonic warfare that's walking around in arrogance. Uh huh. Wants to raise your kids in arrogance. Want to promote your kids being uh, those of vanity and gossip. Want to promote your kids, your children, that they will be merciless and that they will be cruel and that they're drawn towards being free and poor. I'm talking about this demonic warfare makes it now where you want your kids to be that way or you're walking around in hypocrisy where you're saying one thing but doing another. My God, why is it that now you're so possessed that you don't understand that there's a king of kings and a lord of lords and it's not you? You're the on the lower part where the king of kings the little K-U is Jesus, the Lord of lords, the Jesus of us, wants us to be more like him. It's because we're going through life, especially when we are divinely anointed to reach a lot of people. Or say that you're divinely anointed. Uh, knowing it to reach one person, and that one person is going to be and reach a billion. Oh, my God. But see, when these trials and tribulations are coming, a lot of times we're thinking it's about me, 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 me. We don't understand that it's time for us to ask God to, God, don't let me get stuck right here. Show me how to weeble and how to wobble and how to get back up. Show me how these temptations have come to help me know that God is faithful and he's trying to teach me how to be faithful. Show me how these things that are coming are God and is God showing me how he takes the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. Show me how he's using me for that. Show me how God is using me as a person that shows great mercy, because God is rich in his mercy, and he's trying to show me how to be a person that's merciful. Show me how God's trying to give me a firm foundation to stand on, and that's his word. I pray his word. I speak his word. I say God says this. God says that. I don't say I, 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 I. I'm not trying to take his glory. I'm not trying to get upset because they didn't call my name. Call my name. Call my name. I'm not that person that wants to talk about me, 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 but I want to talk about what God's love shows hmm, this towards the sinner. God's love shows just how his love showed how he loved us so much that he sent Jesus to die for us all, not for some of us, for us all. How God has shown us, I'm weebling and I'm wobbling, but in all these things, God has shown me that that an impossible thing is yet possible. Because, see, God is trying to use me to show you how even in the midst of sorrow, God's been there all the time. Even in the midst of sorrow, God's been there all the time. Even in the midst of the unclean thing, God gave you a desire for him to change your appetite. My God. God wants to show you how he's faithful in your life, even when you're dealing with struggles and challenges. God wants to show you how he'll be there right for you. He will be your peace in the midst of the battle. So you're weeping and you're wobbling. 
but you're getting right back up. God wants to show you how you're dealing with this and that, and it seems like it's coming from every side, but he's been there all the time. So you're weaveling and you're wobbling, but you're getting right back up. God wants to show you right in the middle of that time you made the bad decision or wrong decision. He was there to give you a way of escape. God wants to show you right when you're being tried and pressured on every side that in the end you may have lost this battle and that battle, but you're going to win because in the end you're going to be submitted and yielded to him, and he's going to get all the glory and all the praise. God wants to show you right in the middle of when you thought you lost the faith, right at the time when it looked like you were about to crumble, when it looked like you were about to cry, you were about to be destroyed. He said, God, I believe, but help down my unbelief. God, I have faith, but give me more faith. God, I know that you're a promise keeper and that you're merciful. And he came right in, right on time. God wants to show you that he can give you that spirit of the overcomer because he hasn't given you a spirit of fear. God wants to show you that when you say, but God, but God did this, but God did that, he's giving you that weeble wobble anointing, and you won't not only fall down, you won't stay down, you'll get right back up. And when you get back up, you'll say, but God did this, but God did that. The but God anointing is the weeble wobble anointing. That said, you might have knocked me down, but you didn't destroy me. Because the enemy comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. But God has come. That your purpose and your God-given destiny, it shall, not it might, but it shall accomplish everything that God intended for it to accomplish. And that although it seems like the word of God didn't do what it said, God's word will never return to him. And that although the weapon formed, it can't prosper because God's going to prosper. Because Jesus came that we may have life and that more abundant. So no matter what you're going through, uh, and the bill collectors are still calling, but you're rich. You're not only financially rich, you are rich in so many areas of your life that if you knew all of the eyes that were watching you, hmm, if you knew all of the people that were dotting their eyes because of the testimony, if you knew all of the people that were crossing their T's because of your testimony, if you knew all of the people that were putting the periods where they need to be and the exclamation points where they need to be and even asking God a question. See, it's okay to say, but God, I don't understand. But God, help me. If you only knew the faithfulness that people see in you, because no matter what you have going on, you don't let anything interrupt your assignment from God. You're faithful in your assignment. You're strong in your assignment even when you think you're being weak. Because somebody didn't have the strength to do and say what you did. But when they heard your testimony, when they saw what you did, they said, if she can do it, I can do it. Not only was it a poor person that saw it, that didn't have the resources to do it, there was a rich person that saw it that said, I'm going to change my resources from going to plan A to going to plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. You just don't know the walking, living epistle that you are. You're being red of men, white men, black men, yellow men. Oriental men. You don't know. There's people that are insecure around you that God sent you to them, and they try to reject you. They ask God for help, and God sent you. But they said, mm-mm, she don't have no doctoral degree. Mm-mm, she don't have no high school diploma. Mm-mm, she don't have this, she don't have that. Mm, she doesn't speak well. Mm, he doesn't speak well. Mm, he stutters. Uh-huh. There's many 
that are assigned beyond their capabilities. Why? Because God wanted you to depend on him. It's not about your education. It's not about your intellect. It's not even about where you live at. It's not even about where you grew up at. Because see, those things you learned on the west side of Chicago as a kid are about how to be a protector or even how to protect. Those things that you learned in grammar school, those fights you had, mm-hmm. those triumphs you had, things you went through in college, those things you went through on your job, those things you went through in ministry, those rejections, those promotions, those people that just didn't like you, just not to like you. You hadn't done nothing wrong to them. Everything that God has allowed was the pressures that was needed in order for you to do what God told you to do. Uh Uh-huh. That's right, that accident. Mm. Some of you won't agree with me. Yes, even that death. Mm -hmm. God's using it to show you that you too are human. And that somebody's looking at you saying, why are you still angry? But God's going to show them through you how he helped you make it past your way. It's okay for others to look at you and even say, why isn't he or she over right now? It's okay for you to have the various battles that you're dealing with right now. Because in the end, when the war is over, you win. Why? Because God wins. And because you're going to give God all the glory and all the praise for it. Because even in the 11th hour, in the 59th minute, in the 59th second, if it takes you that long, that's the midnight hour. If you say late in the midnight hour, God's going to turn it around. Because you're going to give him all the glory. And some have been giving him all the glory all the time, and then they went through battles that made them go back on what they had been saying. They went from saying, but God, to saying, he wasn't there for me. No, he was there all the time. Even though you may say, but he was in the battle, in the bottom of the ship, and he was sleeping. He's still been there all the time. You might say, but he allowed this to happen, and he allowed that to happen. He was to strengthen you. Is to give you the strategies so that you could help somebody else overcome it. Because he wanted you to do differently this time. He didn't want you to say what's the person's name so that you could beat them up. But he wanted you this time to say what's the person's name so you could present them with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That will show them that if you fight the fight, you have to keep on fighting. But when God fights the fight, it's over. But God, it's over. But God, we win. But God, you're blessed. And you're blessed to be a blessing. But God, but God, but God. So if you haven't heard anything else this morning, I pray that you heard the weevil wobble anointing where things in life happen to you that seems like they knocked you down and knocked you out and destroyed you. What they actually did was cause God to put his word in you so strong that when it happened again, you not only didn't fall down, you reached back and you picked up somebody else. Or you rope a dope from left, right, one, because God. You're a winner. You're victorious. You are the son or the daughter of the Most High God. And you are a great example. Because when everybody thought you were out, when everybody thought you were destroyed, God showed them, no, I'm king of kings. And I'm Lord of Lords. And he or she, they're mine. I just want to share this last part. 
showed me and my sister, um, Sheila's death, was that many people underestimated her testimony. Many people underestimated her. Many people didn't value her. But yet, there were so many people that were crying. There were so many people that were present at our home going that didn't realize the impact that she had on their lives until now that void is there, that empty space is there, that thing is there that shows them, that smile, they're missing it, that funny sound, (laughs) they're missing it, that ham, they're missing it, that dressing, they're missing that ability to slice a cake that could feed many. They're missing that ability to just say whatever, or that ability to say, you say what? Seriously? All of those things that was unique to Sheila was part of her testimony that they wish they could hear now. So if you haven't heard anything else, know that people not only are going to give you your flowers while you're living, the epistle that you are that they didn't know you are is about to show up, and it's going to show up while you're here. And even when you're gone, it's going to remain. So great man of God, great woman of God, I ask you, Keep on obeying God. And if someone prophesies or prophesies to you, go to God and say, God, what said to you? Some people are true men and women of God that miss God. And some men and women of God are hirelings, and they weren't with God anyway. Ask God to let you be a true man and woman of God so that what you say and do will bring him glory so that you are able to sing, but God. God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for your but God anointing. Thank you for changing our appetites. I thank you for changing our desires. I thank you for giving us a heart to want to decrease so that you can increase. I thank you for teaching us your love in every area of our lives. I thank you for teaching us your patience. I thank you for teaching us the different hierarchy levels of demonic warfare that we might experience and how you will use it for our messages and how you will use it for our testimonies and how you will use it so that we have the strategies and what it takes to cast out demons, cast out Uh, unclean spirits cast out sickness and disease and to even be able to weather the storm for your glory, God, for your glory. Jesus' name, amen and amen. Um, Minister Sylvia, if you can um, please close out the program, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Lord, for the word on today. Thank you for a strong word, God. Thank you for teaching us, even when we were little children, you had already put us in position to practice for our assignment. God, I thank you for letting us know that we have a weeble-wobble experience in life with you. God, I just thank you for the word. Thank you for the woman of God that came through today to instruct us, to edify us, to educate us, and to teach us that it's okay as long as we hold on to you, oh God. When things hit us, we can still pop back up. God, I thank you for that. The lines are open. Is there anyone that would like to at this time 
make a comment or give um, just just a favorite favorite word that you heard today. The lines are open. Please speak now. Okay, we thank you all for tuning in today. Um, our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I want you all to know that this ministry is anointed and appointed by God. It has brought forth his favor, his word, and his instruction. I want you all to keep Minister Margot and your prayers on today, who's normally the person that prays with and for us on Sundays. We thank God for her. We know that God is healing her as she's going through whatever test she's going through. We know that she has the weeble wobble spirit that no matter what the enemy try to hit her with, she will pop back up. We thank God for that. Please keep her and her husband and her family in your prayers. We thank God that you all are faithful to the ministry with listening to us on Sunday mornings for Blog Talk Radio, Iron Shopping, Iron Ministries. And uh, we want you all to come back tomorrow night, which is the second Monday of the month, where it will be Pastor Servant Troy Thomas at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to hear what God has put in the man of God's mouth and heart to reveal and release to us. We want you all to come back also on Next Friday, which will be my turn to minister, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I mean, Central Standard Time, and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So let me say it again 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to hear what God has placed in my heart to share with you all that. Uh, he wants you all to know we will be Facebook Live as well as Blog Talk. Please come back next Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to hear our very own Apostle Black Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Minister Margot McCord, Minister Brandon Kaiser, and Minister Carlton, I'm, I'm sorry, Kavon Merritt. I want you all to keep my cousin Diane Carter in your prayers because she lost her brother and they had his service on yesterday. I thank God for my family. I thank God for everything he's doing, everything he's going to do, and everything he has done. I thank God for being God in our lives. I just want you all to know, if you don't change your mind and heart about anything, Change it about God. Give him total control of your mind that you may meditate on him day and night. Give him total control of your heart that he would change that hardening of your heart to his loving heart. Give him the ability. Uh-huh, I said give him the ability to be your Lord and Savior where you would trust him. You would go to him as the woman of God said on today. If somebody prophesy, prophesy, go to God. God gives them the, the knowledge to know that you are our source, our resource. You are everything we need you to be, and the only thing we need you to be is our God and our Lord and our Savior. In Jesus' name, I pray that you all receive the word all today. Amen. It's back in your hands, Apostle. Amen. Thank you, Minister Sylvia. Um, I know that you may have said, well, you didn't say some of the things that I'm dealing with. I want you to know we don't have time for me to cover all of the warfare that all of us are experiencing. But what we do have time to do is to go before God and say, God, show me. Help me. God is awesome. And he's waiting for each and every one of us to embrace him. And just thank you. 
thank you, thank you for thanking him. Thank you, Minister Sylvia. And now, um, don't forget what she said. Said for us to go to God. <laughs> for the proper lie, prophesy, or proper whatever it is. In Jesus' name, God is faithful to us. Love you. See you tomorrow night when the awesome man of God is going to be our speaker, Reverend Pastor Troy. Bye-bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.